0: Hey everybody! It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Riff, and I'm Hot Stuff. Hot Stuff shaking his head. What are you shaking your head about? It's
1: neither Thursday nor a
0: KOL show. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. This is our book club podcast, Uh, right? What what book are we talking about this week, guys? Uh, Ancillary Justice. Uh, I have not read. Never heard. Justice.
1: (laughs) You guys are terrible at this club.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The club where we make up a book that nobody else has read.
0: Man, that it's sounds a like book. a real book. Is that is that like an ethics book? or is No, it it's a, a,
1: it's like a sci-fi book. Oh, oh okay. It was... Uh, it's Hugo yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, I was going to ask, is it, is it, did it get a Hugo? <laughs> I think it did, actually.
0: D- uh, no, but I think it was last year. I don't Hugo's think the okay. most okay. recent year. D- what happened with the Hugos?
1: So, there are some authors that have either never been nominated or never won a Hugo. And they, they have felt disgruntled that so many of the Hugo awards are going to, um, sort of underrepresented folks, like people that are dealing with, you know, minority issues or trans issues or women or something like that. Right. Like, and so it's basically a bunch of like straight white guys, uh, or like, when are, when are the straight white guys gonna get their shot right to shine? Mm. And so they created a like coalition of people uh, that all voted the same in terms of nominating uh, titles, right? Because and so that the, I guess the nominations for
2: the Hugo's are just like everybody writes in whatever names, and then the top however many, you get five get, choices. I yeah, think I yeah, get, get the nomination. And so just since, since normally it's just random people writing down whatever names they like, a, a, uh, yeah, you a might highly, a member a of highly the, organized the group. group all voting the same way has an advantage, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. because like if somebody says, I want Ender's Game to be nominated for a Hugo and somebody else says, I want Ender's Game without an apostrophe to be nominated for a Hugo, <laughs> then those don't, they don't both count. I don't know if it's that bad, but... Or that's just, like, that's why every year the Hugo Ballad is just five variations on the punctuation of the same very popular book. <laughs> right. Well, because it's all sci-fi, so it has a lot of, like, apostrophes and oh, dashes right. and right. weird
1: capitalizations <laughs> and stuff.
0: They really need to fix their text processing algorithms, I think.
1: Well, so that was the first half of the of the saga, and then people sort of figured out that they had... Oh, did the first half of saga get nominated yes, for Yes, the a first year? half of saga got nominated. Uh, so... People figured out that they had sort of loaded the ballots uh, with these nominations, and so then a record number of people paid their paid dues to join the body that gets to vote on the titles, and they just voted down basically every every title that they had tried to get to win yeah, and, to the point and, to the point where like five awards just weren't given out. Yeah, so they they like categories like Hugo, where there wasn't anybody
2: else. They just voted nothing wins that this year
1: yes did you get my hugo Huguenot not check? yeah yeah it's oh, good it's very good. timely yes. <laughs> uh yeah so so that's what apparently happened <clears throat> like you, you, see a,
0: you see a girl wearing those furry boots and you say "Ugh, not uh somebody says hey do you want to go see that ben affleck movie from three years ago and you say argo not <sighs> Okay. Hey, do you like the pet dog from the Jetsons? Yeah, you took mine. Uh, (laughs) Hey, do you want to read that women's magazine that always has the sex quizzes in it? Right. Uh... (laughs) All right. What do these six things have in common? (laughs) Hot stuff. (laughs) Can you list another joke from the set? No. It's impossible. You've used them all up. How are your puzzles going? Fine. We've tried to expose them to a larger audience. That's true. Using our extensive social media skills.
1: I uh, I, I keep getting more followers every day, and Yay. I, you know, I'm sort of I'm loosely tracking like how many people answer the questions every day, and it seems to be on a very very slowly upward trend. But nice. I don't know. I don't have enough data points for it to be meaningful. Um, I don't know that this is something that people will be excited about in the long term. Oh, I know? think it is.
2: Okay.
0: <clears throat> I continue to be excited about it.
2: I mean, people have done the newspaper jumble for decades. That's true. That's I a good like point, the
0: jumble.
1: I also like the jumble. I would probably do a Sunday New York Times crossword, probably not every day, but I would do it a couple times a week, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, I don't know that I want to spend like an hour a day doing a crossword puzzle that's every day. True, that's a good point. You know, I think the the pace of it is Probably more important to its longevity than you think. You could you could
2: just yeah just get the the Sunday and then spend the entire week doing it,
1: or you could just do one clue a day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, spread okay. out
0: for then like you just a always have w- way more. Yeah yeah. Uh, what if you couldn't get any on a day though?
1: That'd be rough. Yeah. You'd have all of the previous days that you couldn't get something to look back at.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think your puzzles are good. Oh, thanks. I enjoy them.
1: I've got, I, I always have about a week out ahead because I'm always nervous that I'm going to run out of ideas, so.
0: I remember making my dad real mad once because he'd been working on a jumble for a long time. Oh, no. Well, which is just one thing that he just didn't get, and it was, it was, like, I think the word was asylum. No, I'm 100% certain that the word was asylum, which is a hard word to- To grant. To work backwards from an anagram. That's true. And, like, he just was like, I don't understand this. I've never not been able to get an answer in the jumble before. Do you know what the fuck this is? And he listed the letters out, and I said, Asylum. And he said, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You did it in your head. You didn't even see it on a piece of paper. No, I I wrote it down. I wrote it down in, in a different order than he... Mm. read them out because that helps me a lot of the time. Mm. It's like hitting the tab key in Word Realms yeah, to shuffle your tiles around. That's how I like, always
2: did it is writing it down and then writing it down under it in a different order and just keep doing that until you get something.
0: I mean, I can almost always just immediately solve them in my head because that's just kind of what my brain does with words all the time.
2: Mm. I've I've never been particularly good at them.
0: Like when we were across the street from great clips and I said, right. that, that's an anagram of grape clits. <laughs> <laughs> and also when we went to that store in the Castro called grape clits and I said, Hey, that's an anagram of great clips. Um, I have an entire piece of paper where we were anagramming great. We were, it is, is amazing it how is a, many things you can make out of great clips. <laughs> it, is it is a is great like, set of ma- letters. Like, yeah, it's a really, a really versatile set of letters. Um, but I mean, really all you need is grape clits. <laughs> that's the whole puzzle right there. <laughs> Um, Deus Ex Machina writes, does the accessory family have a cat named Whisker Accessory? <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, says, a bunch of letters. Correspondence idea, Peter Popoff style televangelist miracle water. It could be used to bless your meat and send you back a certain amount of meat every day. You start reaping greater rewards. Oh, Maybe that's... like the chibi buddy works to some extent. That
1: is so weird. I just watched a well, documentary last night
0: a documentary yeah it's not just the john oliver thing that everyone else including the guy who wat- who sent in this question obviously just watched
1: no i saw okay so i guess i didn't i didn't realize that that was a thing i i just watched a uh, documentary about um it's called the honest liar uh the amazing randy oh. and he 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 like one of his like serious uh campaigns was against pop off mm. um, and even though he exposed him as a fraud it like didn't stop his career i mean that's not how you know
0: charismatic sociopaths work sure right it's, like
1: it was kind of it was kind of a downer because it was like because yuri geller never got sort of shut down and pop never got like he just kept like repeatedly showing these people as frauds yeah. and then they, they like people just didn't notice or care
0: i feel like probably more people dislike james randy because of that than dislike the frauds that james randy exposes <sighs> right i mean nobody likes a smart ass i guess I mean, we do. We like smart ass. Yeah, (laughs) smart ass. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but yeah, man. People just want to believe in shit, you know.
2: He's still. uh, He's still going. They did a test on uh, on ridiculously like hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, audio quality Ethernet cables recently. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Are they any better? Nope. Not according to the test anyway. But of course the the audiophiles who were super uh uh super was name into the idea that they are better objected to the methodology of the experiment.
1: Okay.
0: You know. People want to believe in something. Yeah. And I don't even actually think that it's important to them that the thing that they believe in be true. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever makes them happy. If it makes those people happy to spend thousands of dollars on gold-plated audio cables, because then they feel better about their experience of listening to their hi-fi, who are we to tell them that they don't actually feel good about that? Just assholes trying to spoil their fun. That's who we are. Like the amazing Randy.
1: (laughs) I I guess his objection is that people sell snake oil and people get taken in by it, and I think he
0: really... Objects to well, just from the grounds of like a sense of fairness yeah. and justice. Yeah, you know what we should do? We should start selling snakes. I
2: was just going to well, say. No, that <laughs> was, <laughs> there was a guy
1: in that documentary. He's like, I don't. You know, after all these years, I don't know why we didn't just turn around and do this because we could have done it better than these guys mm. and made so much money. Uh,
0: not, yeah. not that anyone believes this is the same thing. But how about this interest in a Kol Mobile app? <laughs> I, s- seriously like you know I, <sighs> so you, you you put out a survey I did yeah.
1: what, what did it to, turn out What, 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 did, what well were? I
0: mean so the, the point of the survey is everybody says you should make a KOL mobile app I think the truth of the matter is we should make a KOL mobile app and that's it like that's just it that is the only thing that we've learned from that. People want that. So I think if we give it to them, they will be happy. Okay. Sounds,
2: whether, sounds reasonable.
0: You know, whether we believe, whether I believe <laughs> that there's any reason for it to exist.
1: Getting somebody who was slightly outside of the situation to come in and look at the interface and try to put together something. Yeah. Somebody who was really, who was really, really good at mobile
0: stuff because no one because no one cares i don't think like because genuinely i I don't i don't think it matters i am just going to reveal my plans here okay the idea is i think we're going to do a kickstarter for a kol mobile app that is going to involve paying someone to overhaul the existing mobile web ui for kol and build an app Wrapper that has some better hooks into it and is a, is a good experience for just doing the basic elements of playing the game and then release it. And basically, what we have done is we have, because I don't want to spend the, you know, 25, 30 grand that it would cost to pay people to make a really good mobile interface for KOL, we'll basically be letting the people who really want a mobile app to front that expense front that expense do we and do we release the app for free then yeah i think point? so i mean i what i what i imagine i would do is release it for free with like a dollar iap to turn off google ads or whatever oh okay. right it just has the standard the standard ad bar at the bottom and i mean anybody who backs the kickstarter like you know gets, gets that for free get, gets it i mean i feel like the just baseline reward is you just get to use this as soon as it comes out and like be a, in sort of pool of
1: logistically testers. that might be tricky i don't know how
0: people distribute stuff we couldn't really do it the way that like we do when we're developing stuff right i think right. we would just have to be like here the app is out we just haven't told anyone about it yet right now we've authorized your account to log into it you know and oh huh it's it just actually, like it just lo- like
1: that would be a way to right. to Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't, it just
0: doesn't do anything if it's not like at some point we just say, all right, this now works for anyone to log into KOL. But at this time, it's like, give us your KOL player names that you want to have access to it. Right. And you know, or you and all your friends, whatever. And I don't know, you know, this is a thing that it's like, it feels to me like, I mean, it's, I think it's a good idea. (laughs) Right. Okay. But it feels, it feels weird because I feel like we're selling something
1: like snake oil.
0: Yeah. It honestly kind of does feel like that because people really want an app and the overwhelming, oh, because, the because overwhelming your, your clarification, objection is they could just play the game yes, on their Yeah, absolutely. On a mobile and browser. Th- but, and they don't, my, my other objection is like, if there was a real need for a mobile KOL app, KOL mafia is proof that someone would have made one already. Because you don't need anything from us to make this thing. That said, people obviously very much want it. And in that sort of clarification questions, like, what features do you want to see? So many people are like, I just want there to be an app. And that is so fucking weird to me. Huh. But it's I, clearly I, true. And, yeah. I, and I and I think, like, well, this is a way for us to improve elements of the service for everybody for us to get a bunch of people really excited and for us to then, then deliver something to those people that they want. And it seems, it seems dumb to not do it. Like it seems dumb not to give people what they want. Right. It's, I just, it's weird. Like I feel weird about the whole thing, even though I'm certain that it's a good idea. And I, and I don't (laughs) exactly know, you know, it's like there was a, there was a, a Reddit thread and I just can see Casey Wiederman like, just basically echoing my position in that Reddit thread was like, what are you talking about? Like, what would that even be? They're like, dude, an app, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, but what, what does that mean? What right. would it be? You already have the exact thing that you're talking about. It's just, you go to a webpage on your phone and say, no, man, it should be an app. Do you not understand the difference <laughs> between an app and a webpage, Casey Wiederman? And like, Casey Wiederman is right. So... It's so. It's so. Weird my to my argument is
1: that you can you can make a slicker interface that that sort of feels better than a web page. If you make a custom piece of software, but it's it is an incremental improvement, yeah. right?
2: You can yeah. you can do I mean, things like tie the tie Mister Accessory donations into
0: apples. Well I, sure, he, so that we can start still, losing thirty percent of, of our income <laughs> instead of Yeah, that um, would that's seven percent. I mean yeah. yeah, like the so I mean yeah, you're right. We could and I wonder how that works, actually. Yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah, we like, might not
2: have any choice but to do that.
1: Well I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that
0: how any of that works. I mean the idea I guess would be that we would be capturing people giving us money that wouldn't otherwise give us money. So it doesn't matter that we're yeah. losing know, losing three bucks a, sh- a pop. Like, I mean, you could, we could also just link them to the subscription page and then it's like, yeah, here, just do this. And then you don't have to remember to, you don't have to type in your Apple password every time, or we could just charge $12 for it on the phone. That might be the, that might
1: be the way to do it. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cause otherwise it's just, it
1: will lose too much money
0: yeah on overhead and then just say if you want this for ten dollars instead of twelve dollars right. just log in on the website yeah and do it yeah i mean that's a, this is just you know there's a lot of weird questions about the thing but you know convenience is worth something yeah right like yeah no you're you're totally right and i mean We'll we'll see
1: you know i i am i am intrigued because you know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because it still needs to be having a successful Kickstarter. And right. people responding to a survey is very different than them.
0: No, but I am I am basically 100% certain that we can get the amount of money that it will cost to make the thing in a Kickstarter. Like, okay. I think that, you know, we have...
1: If we're going to offer physical rewards, we need to be careful to, to have the... Goal, take that into account.
0: Yeah, I think we only offer physical... I mean, we do like we did with the Word Realms Kickstarter and only offer physical rewards at the like $100 plus level so that no one will get them. Sure. It's because we don't have the infrastructure anymore. Like, right? We It is sure. much more difficult for us to produce stuff in San Francisco than it was in Phoenix.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, Tabatico can maybe fulfill some things or yeah, there the are a bunch of fulfillment get, that's, services. That's
0: certainly true. I'm not saying that it is beyond us to get things manufactured, but I think that we know that we just shouldn't. Yeah. Like we should be extremely careful. And also everyone who said, like basically everyone who said on the survey that they would be interested in backing a Kickstarter for a mobile app checked the, a KOL item as a backer reward. Interestingly, mm. okay. 30% of the people who were interested enough in a KOL mobile app, to fill out the survey, do not play KOL. Hmm. Anymore. Probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I used to play.
0: So, I mean, this is what's making me think that there are a lot of cool features that we could put into the mobile app UI that would just let them do things. Is that it, it, like, are more fun than doing nothing, right? Is they it are, like
1: sort of like halfway between community service and playing regularly? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, thinking? I
0: mean, it's more, you know, it's like the odd jobs board, which a lot of people still use, Sure, you know, yeah. and like there could just be a thing that was like that only way but be- you know, like if you, you level up to a certain point and we offer you a better a better deal on trading 10 turns for some stats and some meat and some items. If we, whatever. like... like that's logistically kind of so trivial to to implement
1: would logistically would it be a big deal if there was a button that you could push that would just iterate through say 10 adventures on the server side and then spit out
0: a it, list of rewards it would be difficult to do that for real it would be pretty easy to fake it
1: okay so that's that's uh, yeah cuz like i feel like there's there are a lot of places where faking it would be easy but then there's like complicated stuff Right, like stuff, like code blocks that execute.
0: On I mean, I don't think that there are places. I don't think and- that there are places where, but I mean, that's the thing. We just can't support maximization of stuff without m- making people do it. Right. Cause it's, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I it mean, is like, a giant complicated machine. Cause right? the mafia so will
1: automate your turns and then, and there yeah, you're right. And that's, I mean, a lot of, this
0: is another thing. A lot of people filling Ask out the survey it. are like, basically I want to, uh, I want a phone version of KOL mafia, right. which we just cannot produce. Like, I, could
1: we do parts of it though? Could we do the, like the, the biggest features of it?
0: I, I mean, I don't know. I just have no I, idea. I, I don't know what they are. So,
1: That's an excellent question. I mean, like some automated adventuring is one thing, like hitting the breakfast button and having it do a set of things. Yeah, the thing is, the game already
0: supports a bunch of that, right? With the chat, with macros. Yeah, and I mean, you know, something that Jameli was suggesting was like we could just do a thing where, like, we have a list of things, and see, this is this is the problem. This is where this always goes, Mm -hmm. right? He says, all right, here's a list of things that are like once a day things that you can do to get some free stuff that you haven't done yet. Then it's like, how do we make that list? Because to me, that list is, okay, I haven't like summoned my cocktail crafting ingredients yet. So I hit that. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. But then people will say, here are these 900 items from the last 10 years that Mm -hmm. work in such a way that there's a thing that you might want to do with them every day. This thing should detect that. I haven't done that. And then put that on the list. And I say, that is too obscure for us to support. I don't want this list to be a list of a hundred things for you to click. I would, I would be okay with this list being a a, like 10 buttons that you clicked. What if it was just one button that did everything the results of, I mean, for you, I don't, my problem with it is that those conversations always just go down sort rabbit of orthogonal holes. rabbit holes. The problem is that not that it's a rabbit hole. The problem is that it is like a rabbit Warren. Okay. <laughs> with a also bunch Also a of, place in the game. Right. With a bunch of like mutually exclusive things that people- well, that's want, a question. Yeah. Like, right? it, are they mutually exclusive
1: or are they just extremely complicated to suss out? <sighs>
0: once you start that it is just kind of an infinite task right i mean i think and uh, it
1: also requires maintaining it in some yeah, way exactly
0: uh, a a sort of landing page other than m- the main map right it it increasingly makes less and less sense for the main map to be the thing that you see when you log into kol right hmm. because nobody clicks anything on it when they log in
1: I sometimes do when you're
0: moving around in yeah. the world, but that's not what you're doing right after you log in. Right. Like I feel like you log in, you you, check know, your maybe you go out. in a chat, you check your mail, you do like, right. Right. And we could just give people a kind of a customizable landing page. landing page that was like, Hey, you know, you can put all kinds of stuff on here. Like you can make a button that runs one of your chat macros and that right. then eats your breakfast for you or whatever. Right? right. And there's all sorts of that kind of thing that we could do.
1: Well, so that's the other question. Is this, is this app for casual players or is it for
0: hardcore players or is there, is it going to somehow be for both? I think it cannot be for both. And I think the only, the only way I am, I remain convinced that the only way to make a comprehensible interface for this game is to target it at casual players, right? Because the people who are so serious that they need all of the advanced features are not using the native interface. Already. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, if they are, they're used. And I mean, this is this has been true the entire time, right? You had a custom frame set right. that overlaid the game for all of the stuff that you wanted to do. And it just, you know, it looked like madness That's to look true. over your shoulder. I remember seeing it. And I'm like, what are you even playing? And you were like, this is the video game that you made. And I said, no, no, it is not. No, it is not. I did not make something like this. You also felt that way about how How I played World World of Warcraft. Warcraft? Yes. Christ, yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, anyway, I mean... I think the people...
1: (laughs) Well, maybe... So maybe there could be stretch goals that were like, we will start going down some rabbit holes... If we get enough extra money, such that we can try to implement some of these like mafia-like features, we we're not going to guarantee anything. Yeah, because like, because it those might are just not be viable. Because those
0: are expensive. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, I mean, totally. like to to do that, like to explore building in just automated adventuring yeah. is many thousands of dollars in somebody's time would, that might not yield anything.
1: Well, right? and then it's, but let's say it did. Let's say it. We figured something out. Would we then? backload that into the native web. Oh, interface. I feel like
0: there would be no reason not to, like okay. once the once, once the, the infrastructure existed.
1: Exists. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I mean I but, I feel like that's got I some value was, there too. So that's
0: I could that's I could make a spend 10 adventures in this zone button mm-hmm. that would make me happy, but I don't Here's here is my question, right? The button that I am imagining does not run 10 fights against monsters because that is so fraught, right? The button that I am imagining gives you the stats that you would get from 10 monsters if you just fought them naked right? and gives you the items that would drop from those 10 monsters if you fought them naked. Hmm. What do you mean by naked?
1: Like not even including your enchantments and stuff? Yeah. Huh.
0: Because once you start taking that stuff into account, you have to start like... Well, I need to decrement your buffs after right, each of these, right? I mean, maybe that wouldn't be that big of a deal, but it's like if we don't actually run the fight... Running the fight is kind of out of the question, I think. Why? Because it's expensive? Well, no. I mean, maybe it's not. Sam, have, you, have you seen the, the click
2: saver script?
0: Yeah, but that is actively running in the browser and clicking things for you like hitting a button hitting a button on a web page and then getting the output of that thing like i don't think that it is reasonable for us to write like a little javascript bot that does multiple page loads and aggregates the data in it I mean somebody could do that but there are so many things that can fuck that up mm. and there are so many reasons that that cannot work and if we build this feature into the game it needs to be reliable it needs to be a thing that does what you expect it to do and doesn't just crash and doesn't just oh we just took your turns and didn't give you any output right Right? because then that's super confusing whereas if you're running a third party grease monkey script or whatever then not our problem <laughs> yeah um, you know Here's here's my my thing though. I think that the fake version of spending ten adventures in a place that I am entirely okay with, and that would be very very easy to implement, would satisfy like seventy percent of the people that it would occur to to use it. I'm
1: curious. I I don't. I just don't know, right? Because I feel like
0: a lot of people do the odd jobs, like a lot of people. Okay. And they are so so suboptimal. Sure. Right. And if we and if we put them front and center and made them compelling, a lot of people would play and that would just be the game for them. You know, it was a thing they could come and just do a little bit of this stuff. It's like, well, here's the things that are available to you now. And it's like, well, the, what these are is kind of like a little fake mini game version of playing KOL that's advancing your actual character. Doesn't take very long. It's just a few buttons that you hit. Like, right. if you really want to get the most out of this, there is so much more game for you to dive into. Right. But like, here is this thing that is just a subset of the 13 years worth of stuff that's available for you to do here that is really readily accessible in a really slick package. And I think that would make a lot of people really happy. I think that, you know, there might be some people who and and the thing is that for the people who who were to say back this Kickstarter expecting a KOL Mafia level. App, I mean, we have to just be very upfront with them that they're not going to get that, but they are going to get a much better mobile UI on the regular game. Right. Right. So, like, I mean, I, I feel like there is probably a way to present inventory,
1: And that's a major, that's a major one.
0: It's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like one of the biggest things. Cause I feel like the mobile interface for like moving around the game, it's fine. Right. Almost everything is in place.php now, which has a totally acceptable mobile interface, right? Almost everything that you do in the game, as far as like interacting with objects in the world is all done through a single interface that's already built out and is just really consistent. And so, you know, the only thing is like, Sometimes there are pictures, and sometimes there aren't, depending on whether the source graphic for the picture is a hundred by a hundred or not, because that's how Chris can tell that, oh, this is like a really old icon that we've made, and like you know a a person who was more committed to that experience than I am would make hundred by hundred icons for everything, but like there's a lot of places that are just like a big image map, you know. And an icon that is a picture of a door on this big castle or whatever isn't going to make any sense out of context. So what icon do you use? Like, I mean, that's also like a project for an intern, right? Sure. Make an icon for everything, for every element in every place. Just make an icon or like, say, this is just a label, so it shouldn't show up in the mobile interface, whatever. Like there's there's all sorts of stuff. That you could do to improve that. But anyway, that, you know, C.D. Moyer points out, that's like not what the problem is, right? The problem is inventory management. But there are just going to be things that I think that we can't really support. Like, well, I want to be able to selectively just put stuff in my closet from the mobile interface. And I don't know that there's any reasonable way to offer the amount of UI that you need to be able to do everything that you can do in the desktop inventory interface.
1: So I can imagine a situation where you have your inventory. It's got a bunch of tabs to break things into smaller sections, whatever you scroll, and it's just...
0: Like one... like. Item. It's like a list of podcasts. Yeah. And, and it's so like a, you, can, an swipe icon it. And so you can swipe it to the left and then it gives you a drop down menu of everything that you might want to do with yes. that item. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's fine. It's going to be, it's going to be hard to find items. It's going to be tedious a to search. do that with a bunch of items at once. Yeah. But I mean, forward searching via text on your phone is like, that's not cool. Well, you know what's cool? Billion searching <laughs> text on your phone. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're right that that's, you know, I don't how know how that if you should. should work, but uh, I, I think that that's, I think that in practice, that's going to be really tedious and obnoxious. And I think there is, we don't have an example in the world of a phone UI for managing a list of 8,000 discrete items. Sure. And I think that is because there is no such thing as a good UI for managing 8,000 items. I think we do okay, actually in the in the web page. Yeah. Sure. You know, especially if we were to add that text filtering that the skills page has. Right. A lot of people don't know this, but on the skills page, you can just start typing and it filters the skills down to just the things that contain the substring that you've typed. Yeah. Oh. And I think if we did that I Did not know that. It, did you immediately turn off the iconic skills page when we rolled it out? No, I still use it. Okay. No. Anyway, yeah, that's a feature for you. I think a lot of people learn it when they try to type something into chat. <laughs> <And they're laughs> like, what do you mean I don't have a skill called fuck you, JLE? Because <laughs> I assume that's what they were typing. <laughs> uh, okay. Billy Bob Fred writes, so have you heard about Banksy's Dismaland project? Seems awfully coincidental that it's being released so soon after Disneyland, Phil, huh? Disneyland Phil. Okay, yeah, it's probably a coincidence, but it's still kind of funny to imagine. Yeah, that thing is pretty neat. You know what I was surprised to see? A lot of people being like really over Banksy.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. I I think he's great.
0: <laughs> yeah, so do I, but it seems like the worm has turned on the internet. Weird. I don't get it. I'm like, huh? Like, it's it, seriously, we're just like post post irony <laughs> something <laughs> like it like everybody hates the government, but everybody also hates people hates who hate people the government. Who are anti-establishment <laughs> like yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't get it. Ha, uh, Tairiyoku says, "Hello. I hope you are all well. First off, I love that you've added more pasta dishes to the game. The recipes are pretty funny. Oh well, thank you. I feel like I feel like I did an okay job with those. What about the baits? The or, you can make baits questions
1: people baits. have had about chef staves that required old the old pasta dishes. Are those still craftable? They,
0: yeah, they they require the old pasta. they like There's the high mains or whatever." Yeah, those items all still this exist. Still yeah, they the recipes for the chef staves, I guess, might not make any sense anymore because the if the since the levels changed, right? Like it was basically you had to feed the guy better noodles to get him to make you better staves, right. but none of them are not there anymore. Okay, like the items all still exist, and he just had a list of item IDs that he needed. So if he used if he want if he wanted a chow mein before, now he wants a you know a, a stroganoff or a knob stroganoff knob stroganoff guys knob stroganoff pretty good it's pretty good right (laughs) uh second continues tari yoku many of the text files in the game are written in foreign languages such as the adventure south of the border written in spanish or little canadia having a lot of french do you all speak those languages or do you just spam google translate well mr skullhead wrote all of the south of the border stuff and he is a fluent spanish speaker um i am quasi-okay in spanish and german riff how did you write all the french stuff in little canadia
2: uh did was that me that wrote that i think so i don't remember probably i must have just done google translate for that i do speak enough german to to fake to, know, to, to, to fake know yes, french to fake <laughs> yeah, my way through french, yes. french.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> by the by the property of uh in, invasionary languages right.
0: <laughs> Grundelshunt says ah Grundelshunt. It's good. Uh, the Misty Library sounds awesome and also really hard to implement. Thanks for sharing the details on that. You know, the thing about that is not that it was hard to implement; we just couldn't really come up with a, the energy to do it. A, I... No, a structure that, w- like, oh, because we couldn't all not the, defi- the words, we stuff. couldn't define what it was. Right, like we had this very high order idea of what it was going to be, but we never came up with the nuts and bolts of it.
1: I think somebody just needed to sit down and come up with the first one and like actually define it. And just nobody did, right? Like nobody stepped up to the plate to do that. Cause I could imagine th- taking the idea that we had the high level idea and then like just coming up with a little adventure that used words in different ways. And
0: right. But I mean that, like, I guess it had to be me cause nobody else did it and I tried and tried and tried and could not come up with something that satisfied me. Like, and, and that doesn't happen all that often.
2: Yeah. Right. Which my memory of it was not, not being a hundred percent certain of what it was you were describing and waiting to see an example. And an example was never really forthcoming.
0: Well, but I think what I, I mean, that's the problem, right? Like I couldn't provide an example because what I wanted was for, us to come up with what it was going to be, you know, like I
1: I think the idea is still pretty strong if we can, if we ever want to come back to it, we'll just have to figure out how to actually implement it because it's the idea of having words in your head that you then use to get past challenges is kind of, is like, it's compelling
0: right? Yeah. um, But it's like mechanically not really any different than having like items, right? I mean like their words could be hats. (laughs) You know, because that's a thing you can only have one of in your head.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, but like narratively, f- the word "fire" you can use it in several different contexts, and maybe it does different things. And like, oh,
0: like there's a guy who sucks at his job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
1: that's better. Right. Like that's, that's how I always envisioned it happening. And then, but like, and, and the idea was because it was a clan dungeon, you would have like three or four people get to a spot and then together you would try to do something. And based on the words you, but like that gets really spirals out of control. Yeah. Um, and that I think is where we
0: sort of balked. Yeah. And I mean, the fact that that was just all of that was basically just the sewer for that dungeon. Right. right that was just the outside. Yeah. yeah. And it, so I mean But the then sewer- you got
1: the but you like you did but then it could the, the 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 books themselves could be anything and the rewards were more words, right?
0: No, the words didn't come from inside the books. Oh, I thought they came from inside the books. No. They so there was a bunch of stuff like the way that you got the words in your head was by using stuff that the bosses so there were three branches to the library. Each of which ended in like a bookshelf that had the individual book dungeons on it that we could then just add to. The way that you got the words into and out of your head was by defeating the like librarian bosses who had like the pen that you used to write a word in your head or a blotter that you used to copy a word from somebody else that you could then write in your head. Like, and the, the quantity drop that they had, like the consumables from Hobopolis were just, they were just like things that you even if you already had the main thing that the boss dropped, there was a reason to fight them was the bookmarks that you would use to be able to like go directly to the, the challenges the next time you went through the dungeon hmm. or I don't remember if the individual book dungeons were going to have challenges in them that used the words.
1: I thought uh, maybe not. I don't, I thought they were. And it
0: depends on how missed we were going to go with the whole thing, right? <laughs> like, yeah it was their moby dick and then you found the fucking crazy steam pipe puzzle in the boat that you know that herman melville noted uh denari <laughs> what what were those guys called the Denai. Right. Oh, right yeah denari
1: that's a that's a race from from star Control. yeah right.
0: i don't remember which one were they the talking pets yeah I think the denari were the, oh, the, the denari were the precursors. Yeah. or whatever No no they were the they were the things that had enslaved the Urquan that then the Urquan revolted and had the Umga or they themselves genetically engineered them down to those just like sessile they they bred all of their telekinetic or tele like telepathy powers out of them their mental dominance powers out of them and then you have to take one to the UMGA to re-engineer it back into them so that you can use them to, like, shut down the Urquan fleet. Right, right. Um, but then immediately destroy it. Because right. otherwise it yeah. takes you over. You know what's a really good video game? So good. Star <laughs> Control 2. Jesus. Jesus Christ. The game is so good. <laughs> uh, so, somebody, you know, everybody, go listen to the uh, Watch Out for Fireballs about Star Control 2 that I'm a guest on. Because we talk a lot it's about It was
1: like a long episode, wasn't it? It's like three hours.
0: Uh, I think it was a couple. Those Those tend to run pretty long. Uh, Hamfish says the community service path is an interesting change of pace. Were you always intending to make this path uh, with less of a real time, a real life time commitment, or did it just happen later? Well, I mean, we didn't have a good idea for the path. People were asking for a coffee break version of the game that they could play in less real time. And we were busy. So all of those (laughs) things kind of collided to make it so because this path also didn't take us long.
1: My initial proposal was a little different. It was, you picked one of three different branches based on like main stat, and you either were you either joined the Peace Corps or
0: the. Or you did like compulsory military military service,
1: service or Teach for America, basically,
0: right. and those would replace the moon signs, sort of. Like it, the 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 initial sort of genesis of this was like, let's do something like. Let's figure out a way to do KOL High School in a way that did not, like, annoy people yeah. the way that KOL High School did. And it was, we had a really hard time actually figuring out a way to, like, it, it ultimately was like, well, so what if you can spend turns doing things for these people? Like, we just, you know, each of these, these service organizations that you can join, it's just, like, a set of zones and a set of quests that you can do, and those just let you skip Council quests, Council quests, yeah, uh, and we just make it so some of them are faster under certain circumstances or whatever. But then it ended up being like, you know, we'd proposed we just like, we, well, what if it, d- we just distilled everything down it to like To th- the simplest possible thing, yeah. Um, and so it's like sort of just the jokes about those things and a handful of clicks, yeah, which I think is fine for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of we're gonna you know, I at a very uncharitable reading of the feedback. I mean, I can definitely scroll through there and I can point at a lot of people saying mean things, but they wouldn't say they're being mean. They would just say they're being honest. And that's because they're <laughs> aspy dickheads. I I think in general, the feedback was very good. You're right. It was. So, it's just that it's just that I'm a sensitive artist. artist.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Also, continues Hamfish, a quick question about the deck of every card. The ability to cheat three times a day is really cool, but I always forget which card does what and have to look it up in the wiki. Would you consider adding a feature where after having drawn a particular card from the deck, that card's effect will appear in brackets in the cheat menu? It's not a huge deal, and I know uh, you tend to avoid adjusting old items of the month, but I thought it couldn't help to ask. That is a really good idea. Yep. Um, That is a good idea. Um, Yeah, somebody, somebody remind me of that. Hamfish says, oh, okay, thanks, This is a bunch of hamfish in a row. I mean, damned fish. <laughs> it's getting pretty close to Halloween, guys. It is getting, oh my God, it's getting close to Halloween. Yeah. How is that possible? Recently, you talked about, it's actually not that close to Halloween. It's pretty close. It's like, like three months.
1: Two. Two? Yeah, August, yeah. September. Oh, okay, not three months. Okay. No, we're at the end of August. September, October.
0: Okay. Two months. That's still like a sixth of a year don't worry we have a long time left to live (laughs) (laughs) hamfish says recently you talked about I mean damn fish says spookily you talked about how you think players just aren't that interested in familiars anymore or at least only if they're really overpowered I also remember a while ago you were musing over the possibility of uh, periodically adding a fun or silly rather than powerful item to Mr. Store for a few Uncle Bucks including familiars was this idea still on the table yeah I think so Uh, personally I love familiars they're like Pokemon gotta level them up high enough that you can catch the legendary one and take over the world that's how those games work right I mean, yeah, I'm curious. Like, I do want to do the thing where we sell, like, one day only, buy this thing for three bucks and just, you know, like, just advertise the hell out of it and see, like, is this a thing that we can do? Hmm. Like, is this a thing that will excite people? Like, can't, and again, that feels like, okay, I mean, I know that's a thing that will excite, I know that people are like, oh man, this is my only chance to get this. I should get it. Like, I know that you, you have to be real careful about over, doing that I sure think. i mean doing it too often or whatever but i mean it's like you know you read about like the sleazy tricks that they do on restaurant menus and it's like is that sleazy or is it just capitalism at work what is the sleazy trick oh, do? don't put a dollar sign on it and people will spend more money like on menu oh if it's items. just if you like, just have the number yeah 15. like always put something on like probably we sell a lot more stuff in mr store because the custom avatar form is available for sale so seeing an expensive thing makes people more oh. likely to buy a cheap thing shit like that right Who knows how much of that kind of crap we've done by accident. I mean, we, you know, and so doing things on purpose to try to get people to buy things start to make me feel like a capitalist. I don't want to feel like a capitalist. You know what I do feel like? I feel like a guy who wants to continue to employ his friends. What about a lower casist?
1: Hmm.
0: Hamfish continues that reminds me though the skeleton garden item is out of standard and I really like the semi familiar activity you gave them where you use them to get some turns of a skeleton buddy following you around I know there are a few items in the game that have a similar thematic effect but do you think you'll add some more for future items of the month I did enjoy that remember remember those skeletons. Because you would use one and then you would pick what character class you wanted it to be. It could be a warrior or a wizard or a thief or Polly Shore. <laughs> and then they all had different things that they could do when you had multiples out at once. And it was pretty good. Um, man, someday we got to make a game where Polly Shore is an actual character class. I we could just get him to voice it. Oh, yeah. I bet he's not that busy. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's busy. I think Polly Shore is probably actually a cool guy.
1: We could just do it such that anything that is said is something that Polly Shore has already been recorded saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically just an unlicensed soundboard. Yes. Uh, and anyway, Then we could just say like, all right, Polly, we've already done all the work here.
1: We just need your stamp <laughs> yeah, on approval. Yeah, like
0: if you could just say like what, 400 bucks? Like- Really, literally, to do nothing except say it's okay for us to do this. It's like, I don't own the rights to all of this, buddy. <laughs> really, what we do is we just we just find on the soundboard a, a clip of him saying yes, and then we play that. That's how that works, right? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, King Bobson says, "I mean, King Boobs. That's <laughs> pretty spooky." When you talk to the guild class dudes, both on and off class, they don't do a super good job at letting you know if they've got something for you to do. For example, when talking to the person in the same class as yourself, the first thing they say is, we have nothing to get you to do right now. Check back later. They say this even when they do have something for you to do and you need to click them a second time. Making them all merge all the things they would tell you if you kept clicking would probably be a good idea and a way to stop newbies from going ages without realizing they've unlocked the nemesis quest or whatever. Yet once all of that stuff is is redone, then... There will just be a single conversation yeah. script for each of those guys, and it will make sense. Right now, it is either the old hard-coded guild code stuff, or it is the new conversation script, depending on what stage you're in and how long ago that stage was written. Um. So yeah, it'll 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 get better. I know. Um, Solve omnis was also sort of talking about how a lot of that stuff doesn't make any sense. And it, there are probably like interim steps that we could take to be a little less confusing. You know, what we should also do is like animate those guys when they have a quest oh, yeah. for you. That is a thing that we have not done there that now makes the, like weirdly makes them an outlier because we have done it for so much of the other stuff. It's true. Which is rad. Cause I remember when that wasn't a trope that we had at all.
1: I made a, I made a sprite strip today. to experiment with for animation
0: you did we've never done any sprite strip animations but if this works and if we suddenly have reasonable tech for that in kol there's a lot of things that we can do that we didn't used to be able to do that's true the new barrel full of barrels is also notably made entirely of pngs oh huh and i don't sprite strip was a gif
1: i guess we could probably
0: well it doesn't have to be but i mean being able to do animated pngs means we can do stuff with alpha channel transparency oh yeah right so stuff can move in front of other stuff i don't what's weird is that i i don't know whether that stuff looks right up against existing kol art and the only Existing KOL art that appears in the barrel full of barrels is, like, shit from, like, the first couple hundred items I drew. So those are all all over the place anyway, in terms of line weights and in terms of, like, consistency of scanning and stuff. So... You you made particle effects. You made, like, little shards
1: of barrel, like, spin off and fly into the distance. Particle effects.
0: Part of this work is being amortized out into the item of the month, so... Right. Spoilers. Uh I mean preview. <laughs> Thrensis says, guys, I have a great idea for Jick to figure out if his mood affects the game. Have Jick make a mood diary during the creation of a challenge path and have said uh, challenge path be a virtual realm inspired so you can add the rate this quest feature that Assassin's Creed Black Flag had. Hot stuff. In the video game Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you play inside a virtual machine called an Animus. Since in-game you are testing the game, you have a rate this quest feature that many betas have. Now you have data about how we might feel about each step of the game and can, can, can compare to Jick's mood. Also, if we need to artificially get him in a bad mood, just do the Fights with Hot Stuff podcast special. Thank me later colon P I had
1: I had sort of been vaguely aware of the whole like you're in a game testing the game thing but I didn't realize that they took it to the point of actually having you rate the quest yeah like
0: after the tutorial of Assassin's Creed Black Flag you basically are like all right you work at Ubisoft and here's your desk and it <laughs> like it's weird
1: that's kind of amazing
0: zen zero zero says we need more types of bagels
1: Eh. Like different flavors or like things with different topologies, like <laughs> multiple holes. Just collect or- one of everything in the game so you can make an everything bagel. Bagel spheres. Like, what, what do you mean by like, do we need, do we as humans need to branch out and make new kinds of bagels? Do we or need to do- just alter oh. the
0: definition of bagel to include pretzels?
1: Right. Uh, or is that? Are you asking for something in game? I, mean, I like this was
0: too general of a comment. I assume that he wants something in game. Uh, okay,
1: that that we can
0: actually do. Yeah, but I don't really want to.
1: You don't I, like? There's a whole bagel pizza possibility space. Is that the, the best kind of the, the bagel pizzas are the best food? Are they? Yeah. You haven't had one in years. Years. Uh, right. They're delicious, and I would eat them all the time, and they're super high in calories.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I would also eat, like, Michelina shells and cheese with jalapeno bits (laughs) for every meal (laughs) if I felt that doing so would not cause me to go to an early grave. Yep. Um, DeMuckle says, With the rest of the kingdom putting on so much weight, the distant woods feel almost claustrophobic. Almost time for a coniferous expansion? The woods were one of the first things to expand.
1: Yeah. What do you mean by putting on weight?
0: Well, like the, everything's getting bigger. You know, oh. we made the planes bigger, but the I woods see. we made bigger a really long time ago. They used to be three by three. Yep. Hands of Gris. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I have an idea. Yeah. Uh, Jick writes, let's go eat some sushi.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sounds
0: good. Thanks for listening to the KOL podcast, everybody. Uh, I, I, had a, I had a fun time recording it, and I hope you had a fun time listening to it. And I hope you'll join us next time. And until then, make a hamburger out of farts.
2: Good night, everybody.
0: Have a great week, everyone.